I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to get stuck into our Round 10 review of our Supercoach draft side, having a quick look at Round 11, a real grudge match this week, one that I am very much so looking forward to. If you are a Supercoach fan, guys, which I assume most of you are, make sure you go and listen to Beers and Break Evens from last night, The Calm Before the Storm, myself and Timmy Williams, reviewing all things Round 10 and having a look at Round 11, and also working out our plans for Round 13, but potentially more importantly, Round 14. So a heap of content there to get stuck into. I also dropped my new stuff. Wales and Queensland side yesterday that I've predicted for game one. Uh, the theme of that, as I said on Biz and Break Even yesterday, New South Wales, you're trying to find guys to fill spots. Queensland, you're trying to work out who misses out. So very, very tough, that Queensland forward pack. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the better forward packs we've seen in recent years. They're all in incredible form, all great players. So big test for the New South Wales Blues. But let's get into the super coach draft side. Uh, we had another win on the weekend, which was good to see. Uh, we took on another guy that was in the top four, or it was, in, it was or is in the top four, one of the two, uh, Michael Puello, who's got a pretty handy side. Uh, look, obviously, we were, around, we were away on Magic Rounds, uh, so I, to be perfectly honest with you guys, I did not touch my draft team the entire weekend. I thought it was going to be really costly because uh, I put my captain on someone very rogue. In fact, I think I picked my second lowest scoring player, third maybe lowest scoring player to be my captain. So that wasn't a great result, but we still managed to score almost 900 points, 898. So very, very happy with that. Uh, Had we picked our best possible side, we could have potentially uh, given the 1,000-point mark a nudge once again. So very, very happy with that. Uh, Obviously didn't pay a heap of attention. Had such a great weekend at Magic Ground with all you guys that are up there uh, with, you know, Timmy, Matty, Kempe, all the guys are up there. The brilliant, the, the bloody brilliant beers, boys. Hello, sports. So I honestly did hardly touch my phone throughout the weekend and for the first time in a long time uh, the draft team uh, it was on the back burner well and truly but scored 898 uh, to, to his credit Mick he's got a pretty good team he's scored 854 um, and yeah a, a pretty close game probably closer than it should have been because of my very poor captain choice, which I'll get to very, very soon. But happy to get away with that win. We'll go through the games from the weekend for Magic Round and talk about how my players went 
in those games. Uh, just getting open the NRL.com site to go through the games, which has had a bit of a facelift, which I'm not a huge fan of, but that's okay. Uh, the first game, the Canberra Raiders and the Canterbury Bulldogs, a high-scoring game there uh, for Mick. He had Jared Croker, who scored 60 points, so he would have been happy with that from Jared Croker. Myself, uh, I had Joe Tapanay, 63, Corey Horsburgh, 62. My middle four was just going out and doing a shift as per. More than happy for them just to go 60 every single week. That's all I need. Uh, Sebi Chris, Considering they scored 34 points, I was a little bit disappointed with Seb Chris. Only scored 29 Supercoach points. Didn't end up being costly or anything. Uh, but considering how many points they scored, I was a little bit disappointing. But the main thing is for me uh, that the Canberra Raiders won and Seb Chris was at fullback. So it looks like he's going to hold on to that jersey for a little bit longer. Obviously, Xavier Savage played out on the sting. Um, and he's actually dropped out of the side this week. So good signs there for Sebi Chris. The next game, we had the Manly Seagulls taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, I didn't have any players in this one. Uh, Mick, he had Olukawatu, which was a tough watch for me because I had Olukawatu in my classic side, so I want him to do well, uh, but not too well uh, for him to ruin me in draft, as I thought at that point it was a pretty damn close game. But yeah, Olukawatu was 66 um, in, a, in a game where Manly got absolutely smashed, and he seemingly didn't do all that much. He had a line break at one point, which was nice, but Manly just looked awful. He still scored 66, so you've got to be happy with that. The next game. And this one turned out to be a big one. The New Zealand Warriors versus the Penrith Panthers. All week I was thinking, VC, Nate Cleary, if he gets over 80 or 90, I'll probably take that. Um, didn't pay any attention to my team. I changed it at the start of the week, uh, which meant that last week I captained a non-playing player to get a VC score in my uh, outside back. So I changed it back at the start of the week and completely forgot to turn my CTW, my captain, off a CTW, which turned out to be Montoya, uh, myself. Montoya. So uh, I captained Marcelo Montoya versus the Penrith Panthers. He scored 43 points. Not a bad knock, to be fair, without a try. Uh, so he was my captain. So when I saw I'd done that and I realized about 25 minutes into the game because I wanted to check Nate Cleary's score, uh, thinking, oh, he's my captain, I'll have a look. And then I noticed that Marcelo Montoya's name was highlighted in origin. I just thought, oh no, what the fuck? have you done? Um, so yeah, I thought that was going to be really costly, especially when you consider that Nathan Cleary went on to score 120 points. So I uh, could have gone deep, deep, deep into the 900s had I picked Nathan Cleary, but his score did help a lot. Cleary 120, Zach Hosking 67. Biggest problem in my team right now is hooker. I'm still getting great scores despite having a shit hooker, uh, but Sonny Luke 12 there. Not overly impressed with Sonny Luke so far, and I really do hope that that turns around quickly because it is proving to be a bit of a headache. I also had Jackson Ford, who, of course, is going to miss this weekend with a HIA. He scored 44 in that one, so you will take that. For Mick, did he have anyone in this game? I don't think he did. He had Ed Cossie, who scored a nine, is out injured for a few weeks, but uh, it didn't end up costing him anything because he didn't need to play an AE there. Okay, the next game. The Cronulla Sharks and the Dolphins. I was expecting the Sharkies to have a big W here. The Dolphins ended up getting it done 36-16. to 16. And to be fair, all of our players in this game did really well. Mick had Sivitalikai, 106, put in an absolute fucking shift. Uh, Matty Moylan with a 49, he did well as well. For me, I only had T. Oh, for, from the Sharks, I had Teague Wilton. He scored 102, so I was very, very happy with that from Teague Wilton. Obviously a try scorer in that game. Uh, and then I 
I have my two Dolphins. Conley Lemuelu, 79, who was also a try scorer in that one. So very happy with that. And then Jermaine Asako, who was not a try scorer and still found his way to 62 Supercoach points. I think he's been one of the best draft picks this season. Uh, to not draft a fullback until the very back end and to get Jermaine Asako, he has honestly just been incredible for me this year. He's absolutely killing it. Um, his average would have to be close to like 70 or so. I'm just going to open it up to have a look, but that would be my guess that he is averaging about 70 points per game. Jermaine Asako is killing it 74 points per game. Absolutely flying. He's been a big part of what I've done this year. Of course, they've got the bye this weekend, so he will not feature. Uh, we'll talk about that very, very soon, but he's been tremendous for me, Jermaine Asako. The next game, the Melbourne Storm and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Another game that uh, if I was paying attention and I didn't have my VC on clear, I probably would have Captain Walker. He was my VC. Not that it mattered in the end, though. Cody Walker got 86, so another good performance by Cody. Scored the first try, and you just sort of thought, okay, Cody's on here. We'll be okay. Uh, a little bit quiet by his standards, though, of course. Campbell Graham, only 39 super coach points here, essentially all in base. Uh, so I'm not going to hold that against Campbell Graham. He's been fantastic so far this year. A little bit quiet in this game, uh, but that's okay. I'm sure he will bounce back from it. Uh, Mick, he had... No one in that game. He's holding on to Isaac Thompson. That's his only South Sydney player, but he doesn't have any Storm players either. Um, oh, sorry. Actually, he's got Latrell Mitchell, who scored a 55, who he VC'd. That score wasn't good enough, so he had to look elsewhere for his captain options. Uh, the next game, we had the Tigers taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I only had one player in this one, Jack DeBellin, who I thought had a very lucky try assist. I thought it was a pretty um, shitty try assist for him to get, but he did manage to get it. So 91 for Jack DeBellin. Take out the try assist. You're still looking at a score of 70, so a very, very good knock by Jack Tabellin, um, another one that I'm very, very happy to have in my team. In that game, uh, did Pooh have anyone in that time? Yeah, Mick had Luke Brooks, 70, who did pretty well, to be fair, and Fanua Bowl, who's playing big minutes, but his supercoach scores just aren't there. I think he's been a little bit disappointing, uh, Fanua Bowl. The next game, the Cowboys took on the Sydney Roosters. Mick's obviously a big Roosters fan, so he captained Joey Martin, who had a really good game. Scored well, um, but he did get hell. He did almost score very late in the game, and if he would have done that, uh, my Montoya captaincy would have actually cost me this game. But thankfully, he didn't score that one. So as captain Joey Manu, 172. Nat Butcher got 51. Lindsay Collins, 46. And Murray Torlungi for the North Queensland Cowboys on mixed team. He scored uh, for 39. So... If that's your worst CTW score, you will probably take that. Then we have the last game of the week where I did not have anyone. Also, in that Roosters game, I actually had my boy, Billy Smith, who came in and had an absolute blinder, 71 super coach points. Hopefully, he can back that up because uh, that could turn out to be one of my better um, super coach waiver pickups this year. Billy Smith, if he can keep going, if he can just average 50 this year in a Roosters side, I'll be absolutely stoked. Last game of the week, Gold Coast Titans and the Parramatta Eels. I had no one whatsoever in this game. Michael had Jermaine Hopgood, my boy. Filthy to come up against him. He scored a solid 60. And Chrissy Randall, his two hooker, scored a 41 there as well. He also had Jaden Campbell on his bench, scored a 35, but didn't need him, obviously. So, yeah, that was my win, 898 to 854. Ended up winning by about 45 points or thereabouts, 44 points. I think it is with some very, very quick maths there. Uh, but, yeah, very happy with that win. Obviously, didn't do myself any favors, captaining Montoya. That was a bit of a bed shit, but 
Uh, didn't end up costing me, and I was happy to wear it this weekend. Is what it is on Magic Round. Had priorities there. But, yeah, didn't end up costing me. So considering I didn't captain... I captained my third worst player, worst scoring player, fourth worst scoring player maybe. To have a score 900, I'm fucking stoked with that and I'm very, very happy with where the team is sitting. We are... First overall on the ladder still uh, with a record of eight and two. Uh, there's three guys on 16 points. To be fair, they're doing very well as well, the boys there. Uh, but I think second place, I've scored about 220 uh, more points than second place. So, yeah, very, very happy with how the team's going. That's about 20 points per game more than I'm scoring than the next best. So, very, very happy with how the team's traveling. Just about getting to the back end of the season now and getting everyone on deck. So, fingers crossed. This week, I take on Stevie, Captain Hindsight, one of my best mates, probably after Tim Williams, the guy I speak to most about Supercoach. So, it's a bit of a weird clash between the two of us. So, I'm coming first. He's coming fourth. Uh, I've, only, I've got one more win than him. But in our competition, and I've spoken about this before, the way that it works is that uh, there's a top eight. One plays four, two plays three. But you, the the waiver system is a little is is very interesting in finals. Obviously, the last few years the way that it's worked is eighth always has first pick, uh, first place has eighth pick, and it actually stays in that order throughout the final series depending on who's left. So. If I was to finish first this regular season, no matter what come finals time, uh, traditionally I would always have the last pick every week. But last year, we're not quite sure why it happened. We, we didn't find it in the rules or anything, the boys are telling me. But uh, we actually, our waiver changed that if you didn't waiver, you stayed, you held your position. So for me, as I've always said to you guys when it comes to draft content, the best place to finish in my comp is in fourth because you get two bites at the cherry, uh, but you also get the better waiver pick throughout the competition. So... First place isn't actually where I want to finish, and I'll be honest with you guys, when I saw that I'd Captain Montoya and I realized, I was sort of like, okay, if I lose this game, I can probably deal with that because Mick was also in the top four at that point, um, but wasn't meant to be, did manage to win that one. So I think both me and Steve, as much as it's a bit of a grudge match and we're keen to play each other, we both understand that we don't want to be too high up the ladder. You want to finish third or fourth. That's sort of the ideal spot to be. So if either of us cop a loss this weekend, I don't think we'll be overly disappointed. But it's always, always good to come up against some of your best mates in a draft competition. Hopefully you want to get the W over them. So fingers crossed we can this week. I don't mind my matchup. It's going to be out, be without my Dolphins, obviously. Jermaine Asako and uh, Lemuelu, which is a big loss. They've been fantastic for me, especially uh, Isako being the only full... Oh, I've got Sebastian Chris, to be fair. But they're two CTWs that I'll be without that I it will really sting not to have those two. Uh, but I have got enough to be able to fill the team and just take an AE somewhere. So we can deal with that. But uh, let's dive into this game myself versus Stevie. It's the Nathan Cleary owner myself versus the Nico Hines owner. So draft pick one and two. And in my opinion... Uh, probably the two best teams in the comp at the moment. Steve may be coming fourth, and there's guys with more wins than him, but he's got Fafita, and he's got Nico Hines, so he's got those two really, really high ceilings. My team's probably better balanced across the board. Well, I think it's definitely better balanced across the board, but he's definitely got that ceiling that on his day he can beat absolutely anyone in our comp. Our matchup this week, though, are going to be a very, very interesting one. We'll go through the games that are on this weekend and talk about the players that we have from each of those games. So Thursday night, I've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, I don't have a single player from either of these sides. Stevie's got a couple of the Melbourne Storm boys. He's got Trent Lear and Will Warbrick. Uh, so two guys that I'm not... 
uh, majorly concerned about, but it is down there at Amy. So Will Warbrick could collect a few or whatnot. I'll be watching that one, those two, pretty closely. He's also got Corey Oates in his side, who unfortunately is injured at the moment, so he will not feature in this one. We then have the Canterbury Bulldogs and the New Zealand Warriors, 6 p.m. on Friday. Uh, for me, I will only have Marcelo Montoya in this game. Jackson Ford's obviously going to miss with a HIA. I don't have any Bulldogs players. So uh, I'm two games in. I've only had one player that will feature in my side, so not ideal there. Probably won't. Uh, Captain or Vice-Captain Montoya this week. I think I might leave him out of selections. Uh, for Steve, though, he's got Adam Pompey, who picked up off the waiver wires this week for the, I think, fourth week in a row. One of his little boys there. Uh, and he's got Torhu Harris as well, who's been absolutely killing it this year. Been a very, very good pick, Torhu Harris. So uh, I'm hoping that with Dylan Walker back to the bench, maybe Torhu Harris plays a little bit less minutes. So fingers crossed that one falls our way. And hopefully uh, Montoya can score a try over Adam Pompey and collect some points there. Um, my weekend really starts 8 p.m. though on Friday night. Uh, and I think it'll be announced over the next few days. But I believe myself and Timmy Williams uh, will be joining Tom and Eddie uh, from the Hollow Sport podcast on their live stream to commentate this one, have a few beers and have a giggle. So if you are into that live stream uh, and, and that sort of content, make sure you come check it out. I think it'll be on Hello Sport YouTube. I think it might be on SEN as well. So that'll be a good little giggle. That'll be an exciting game for me and Timmy. Obviously, two very keen super coach players with Nathan Cleary, Zach Hosking, these sort of guys playing. So in this game... I will have Nath Cleary, I'll have Zach Hosting, and I will have Sonny Luke uh, from the Penrith Panthers. I'll also have my boy Billy Smith from the Roosters, along with Tupanua, uh, but he'll be on my bench. But I still need a good score from Tupanua because I will have a free AE this week. So I'll have a free shot at my vice-captain loophole, hence why I will be VCing Nathan Cleary. Uh, so that gives me a free shot at that. So that makes life a little bit easier. But yeah, that one's going to be a big game for me. Um, I've got four players there, and I'm hoping that if Nathan Cleary goes as well, I can hopefully collect three or 400 points in that game. Fingers crossed we get a Nathan Cleary to Zach Hosking's try assist and try. That would be ideal. Uh, Stevie has no roosters in his team, I believe. Yeah, no roosters, so he's just got... Um, and he's got no Panthers either, actually. Interesting. Two of the top teams that he doesn't feature any players from. Very, very interesting. Uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Super Saturday, got the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the West Tigers. Uh, big game for me. Once again, I've got Cody Walker and I've got Campbell Graham. Um, I will more than likely captain Cody Walker if Nathan Cleary doesn't go well. I think South Sydney are in incredible form at the moment. And the West Tigers, they have bounced back pretty well, to be fair. Uh, but I think South Sydney, they'll just be too good for them. Hopefully, Campbell Graham can bag a couple of meaties as well. For Stevie's got Cam Murray, who, uh, to be fair, has been very disappointing last month or so. I think he, I don't think he scored over 50 in about the last four weeks. So I'm hoping that he stays quiet once again. But this does feel like the sort of game uh, where Cam Murray will stand and deliver against the West Tigers. He could go huge there. He's also got Isaiah Tass at left center. Uh, so fingers crossed the ball stays over to the right. Hopefully Cody Walker and Campbell Graham put on a show on the right-hand side. That would make me very, very happy. Uh, I think that's it from that game for Stevie. Uh, yes, that is it. All right, we've then got the North Queensland Cowboys and the St. George Illawarra Dragons going head-to-head. -head. I've got my boy Jack DeBellin, who I'm sure he'll be in for big minutes once again, trying to prove to Brad Fittler he should be playing Origin. And I've got Luciano Lelua, who is not back yet, but we may see him back soon. So we'll see how that one plays out. For Stevie, uh, no Cowboys, I don't believe. No, but he's got Blake Laurie, the brick with eyes. How good. Blake Laurie from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He's been a favorite of Steve's for quite some time. Uh, then we've got the Raiders taking on the Parramatta Eels. 
My Raiders clan will feature in this one Sebi Chris, Corey Horsburgh, and Joe Tapanay. Uh, so of my two RFs, front row forwards, if my boys there can pull out 60, stoke with that. And then hopefully Sebi Chris, hopefully he can find an attacking stack down there in the nation's capital somewhere. Steve does not have anyone in that game except for Xavier Savage. So a bit of a kick in the dick for Steve. Uh, didn't have a fullback. Managed to get Xavier Savage very late. You will remember he missed the start of the season with injury. He's only just come back. But in that time, seemingly Seb Chris has uh, locked down the fullback role at the moment. So... Tough one there. Xavier Savage not going to feature this weekend. Uh, and then we've got the Sunday afternoon games. Interesting that neither me and Steve have any Parramatta players. Uh, that's not accidental. That's obviously because uh, the Parramatta Eels don't play in round 27. They've got to buy that week. That is our Supercoach Grand Final. As I said to you guys at the start of the year, the serious players that know what they're doing, they will be avoiding Parramatta players because there's just no point having them. Um, Steve's like me, despite not, winning, not having won a competition yet, which I'm sure he'll be stoked to be reminded of, and I love reminding him of it. Uh, he is in the business of winning premierships. That's why neither of us got any Parramatta players. Makes sense. Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., we've got the Newcastle Knights taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I'm excited about this one. I've only got one player, and it's Adam Elliott. He'll come off the bench. I just think Adam Elliott can be a really, really good draft pick. I'm really looking forward to watching him come back. I think he could be a guy that averages 60 once he's back to full fitness. So very, very keen to watch Adam Elliott. For the Gold Coast Titans... Steve's got a few here, and this is an important game for him. He's got Fafita and Kieran Foran, who absolutely killed it last week. Both were very, very impressive. But also, he's got a former Gold Coast Titans running around for the Newcastle Knights, Greg Marshews. So if Bradman Best can release that ball and put him into a bit of space, that one could get pretty ugly for me. And this is why I say that Steve's got a really dangerous team because he's got that upside. Fafita, Nico Hines, Greg Marshews, guys that can score one try and score 110, 120. So very, very exciting teams. Steve's got, uh, and he's obviously in the last game of the week, the Sharkies versus the Manly Seagulls. I've got Teague Wilton. Uh, that's it for me in that game. But Steve, he's got Nico Hines, who can obviously absolutely murder me. I won't know the result of my game until the very last moment because Nico Hines, we know what he's capable of doing. Could score 200 in this game. So at Brookvale Oval, he was quiet last week, which worries me even more. He's also got Cola from the Manly Seagulls, who I had in my team last year. So uh, good to see Cola in a side doing well. Uh, a very good player, Cole. Very underrated in Supercoach. Not a guy you'd look at in Classic, but draft-wise, dual position. Just always finds his way to 50 with huge upside. I, I really like him as a player. So Nico Hines versus Nathan Cleary this week. It's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. I'm going to back myself to win this one. Uh, I'm going to back, yeah, I'm going to back myself to win this one this week. Uh, but yeah, I think this one will be a very, very close game. And I think the reality of it is when you've got Fafita and Nico Hines, and then you've got Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary, I think it will be captains that decide this one. And I do think. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That in order for Steve to keep up with me with all my base stats I've got everywhere, I think he's probably going to need a big captain score, but he's got the guys uh, that are ready to deliver it. So Fafita versus the Knights is fucking terrifying. And Nico Hines in general, very, very terrifying. Last game of the week, so I'll have no idea the result of my game. 
probably until updates on Monday morning. And that's how you want it. So super exciting week. A game that doesn't mean too much as far as the ladder goes. I don't think either of us at this point of the season, with how we're both traveling, will be overly upset with a loss. Uh, but still, when you take on your mates, you want to get a W. So fingers crossed, we're able to get it done this week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.